Hello and welcome to your Ultimate You podcast. In today's episode, I have a lovely lady with me sharing her story to demonstrate the realities of what we as women face. We are all unique and spend far too much time worrying about everyone else that we often forget to check in with ourselves. I truly believe I will be able to empower all of you beautiful women who are listening simply by inspiring you and educating you through the power of real women sharing their stories, vulnerabilities, passions and drives. Without further ado, hello Nick, welcome. Hey, hi Jessica. Hi, it's great for you to be here today. It's great to be here today with Nick. This incredible, sensational woman calls herself and a life coach and she's created this life that she's worked very hard for. A true inspiration if you ask me. Welcome, Nick. I'm so grateful to be here with you today to chat to you about you. So, my lovely, let's get the listeners a picture of who you are. Would you please tell me a little bit more about your background? Ah, okay. Um, so, I, I suppose for the last 15, 20 years, I worked in HR. So, really interested in human potential, people being the best that they can be, but found it quite restraining in the confines of an employed role in a role like HR because there's still a kind of expectation of you know there's norms there aren't there and as much as workplaces are striving to allow people to be more authentic and you know be their true selves I think a lot of it is um, lip service for want of a better word I think so I had an opportunity to set up on my own. I lost my job in, in the summer of last year. And I just thought that was a really exciting prospect because I could create my dream job. So I started my coaching practice with the aim of working specifically with women. And um, I really want it to be about confidence, about empowerment, about... Uh, you know, self-worth, self-value, all of those good things, because I think when you feel good about yourself and you feel empowered, you can achieve amazing things. Yeah. And that's what, you know, that's what I want for all women, because, you know, we deserve it. Why not? Right. Why, why shouldn't we? <laughs> yeah. So, yes, um, in terms of my story, it's that journey. So, you know, I'm on that journey myself and sometimes it's hard you know, it's difficult to kind of lift the rocks and look at the things about you that that are difficult, that you maybe feel that you can't change, but you absolutely can. You know, I'm living proof of that. I'm doing it every day. And that's what drives me to help other women to have that same experience because it's just amazing. You know, it, it really is. is. Yeah, it is. It's kind of, you know, you do things, you you push yourself um, and you achieve these great things that you thought, gosh, you know, I, I never thought I would do that. Um, and it's great. You know, I want more people to have that experience, um, you know, and, and live that potential and really be extraordinary, be an extraordinary version of you. That's what I'm all about. Love it. Love your ethos. Love your mission. I love the fact that it's coming all from a personal place because that makes you authentic and relatable. And that is key to for anyone to want to create change or shift into more of a positive aspect or discover themselves. They need to have a guide. 
and you yeah. are living as you say living proof of that my lovely thank you for sharing that mm, you're welcome and what is it that you faced or caused you to struggle in your life up until the point you made the conscious decision to make the change well there have been two uh, kind of turning points in my life that I can easily point to that I can see had massive impacts on me. So the first one is 2006, where I lost my mum. And that was oh, just devastating, as you can imagine. Um, and it still gets me now, so I'll probably tear up a little bit as I talk about it, but mm. that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that gave me this real wake-up call of life is short. There are so many things that you think about doing, um, but you don't do because you think, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not clever enough, I'm not whatever. Um, but having an event like that really made me think, well, what is the worst that could happen? Do you know what I mean? You know, I stop mm. myself from doing so many things because there's this fear of what's the consequences? What if it all goes wrong? And I spent an awful lot of my life not doing things for that very reason, because it could go wrong, because I could look foolish, because, mm -hmm. you know, I'd have no money or, you know, whatever it is. And it keeps you safe, but it doesn't allow you to fulfill your potential. It doesn't allow you to be more to be all that you can possibly be so that was the first turning point and that resulted in me um, doing a couple of things I left my job which I never thought I would do um, much to my dad's worry because he is very you know jobs for life and um, you know you have to work uh, that's what gives you purpose and that sort of thing and I, I just I didn't have it in me I couldn't work you know, I tried, I was in the toilets crying every day, trying to pull it together before everyone else got in the office. And I just thought, no, I don't need that. You know, I've got a little bit of savings. If I'm sensible with that, I can last for a few months. I'm just not going to do it to myself. And I didn't. I then went and retrained. I did holistic therapies and massage and I loved it. That was exactly what I needed to do. Um, and then I went back into um, the corporate world and that's sort of when I got into HR more so. So that was the first thing that changed was that concept of you don't have to be restrained by things. You know, if you face that fear, amazing things can happen. You know, the best things are on the other side of fear, ultimately. Um, I also then got into a band because I'd always wanted to sing and I used to sing at karaoke, but I never had the confidence to do anything else. And it would take me all night to muster the energy to get up and do a karaoke. Um, and people would say, oh, you know, you've got a great voice. You should do that. And again, the little nagging voices would tell me, oh, but they're just being kind. They're humoring you. They're, you know, they're nice people. They're just being encouraging. So I never did anything with it. So after my mum died, that was another one of the things I did. And I thought, I'm going to go to a singing coach and I'm going to see whether I have got any ability um, and whether I could maybe join a band. And, you know, that'd be exciting. And, you know, he said, yeah, you could do it right now. You know, it's just confidence. You've just got to work on confidence and believing you can do it. Um, so I just jumped in. I joined a band and uh, I've been singing for the last... 11 or might be 12 years this year wow. um, and I love that and it was really scary and for the first 18 months I would stand there like a rabbit caught in the headlights and there'd be there'd be no dancing there'd be, literally I'd just be kind of delivering the lyrics <laughs> <laughs> with fear um 
but it gets the more you do it it gets easier and it's like getting on a roller coaster isn't it you get on there you go mm. oh my god why the hell did i do this this is just terrible <laughs> and then you get off and you go again again um and that's what that's what it's like for me you face these fears and you go oh okay what's the next one I've got to do that again and then more. Um, so the singing has been brilliant. So that gives me confidence in a whole different way. And it gives me a really great way to connect with people. So being part of making someone's night awesome mm-hmm. is just priceless. So, you know, as much as it is about the singing, I love the singing, but that's just the way, you know, one of the ways that, that I'm connecting with people and having an, an impact on, you know, on their night. So I love that. I'm talking a lot. Um, so the, second thing, <laughs> the second life-changing event was losing my job last year. So I loved this job. It was the most varied job I'd had. Um, I had a great boss. She left before um, I lost my job, but she was very good at giving me a little nudge. So she would give me these different projects to work on, things I'd never done before, knew nothing about. And she had absolute faith in me and she'd go, oh, go on, you can do it, give it a go. Um, And that's what I needed because I never would have done, I wouldn't have had any of those experiences. And it made made me more employable. you know, it just gave me some great experiences. You know, I learned a lot and I love to learn. I love to kind of grow and develop. So I had these great experiences, really varied job, loved it. So when I lost that job, I literally thought, oh my God, how am I going to find something that I enjoy that much again? And I spent a whole month in a funk about this, um, you know, thinking, and it's the middle of a pandemic. How do I even find another job? There's going to be so much more competition. I'm not as good as all of these other people. Um, so yeah, it was like, I couldn't see a way out of it. And then I just had this kind of divine inspiration maybe that was, well, don't, you know, don't wait for it to fall in your lap. Don't go out there searching for this needle in a haystack just create it you know make it happen you've got talents you've got gifts you've got bags of great intention turn that into something Mm. and that's where the coaching came from um and i thought what do i what am i all about what do i have to give and it was kind of happiness i am a very buoyant person I think by nature I'm, I'm very positive I'm very optimistic and sometimes I have to work at that don't get me wrong it's not there a hundred percent every single day but I thought that's what I can give to people I can help other people to find that that happiness that fulfillment that purpose through coaching and training mm-hmm. so I work with organizations as well in terms of that kind of employee well-being piece um, and helping employees to find their place have that purpose and have a happier work life. So yeah, that's my sort of two events really that have led me to this point. And I now feel like, oh, this is what I was meant to do. All of the things that happen in your life happen for a reason. Um, and you know, this is where, where I've been led to ultimately. And I'm very happy about it. <laughs> you know, you really do exuberate happiness. I can you've totally fallen into your, your gift, your talents, my lovely. I love it. I can just feel the energy. So my condolences um, Hmm. for for the loss of your mother. I mean, extremely life-changing event. Absolutely, yeah. And so young as well, you know, Mm. so she wasn't, not even 60. 
I think she was 50, 56 or 57 when she died. So yeah, it's nothing, is it? It's so, you know, when you think how much more life you've got, how much more potential you've got. And that's another thing that drives me really is I think, I see her and I think what a great mother she was, but how little she did for herself. You know, she was very bright. She could have done amazing things. And I want that for other people. You know, it's, it's great to be a mother and I would never, um, belittle that at all but mm. I think there's something about achieving something for you oh, yeah. in addition to you know creating these little people and seeing them grow and develop there's something oh, yes. about you know finding your your superpower and and what you're great at and what you're going to give to the world and that's what yeah I don't think my mum ever did that I think she was kind of solely focused on me which meant I had a great life but you know, I'd love to have seen what she could have achieved and, and become and, you know, made an impact with. What a remarkable woman. Thank you for sharing a story about her. That's really a remarkable woman. And it's quite interesting, the sort of the concept of the previous generations. It's, it's a script that gets passed down. We're, what we're doing is we're finding the script, the generation before us, um, mothers often gave absolutely everything to their children to ensure that we grow up that we're happy that we're able to fulfill what we want and that came at a detriment to their own identity in a way but they don't do you know what they just don't hold that value of where it's they feel it's anything's taken from them because they don't know any different i'm talking about my mother from um the same generation whereas you and i have grown up with the world is our opportunity and now we are in a place where women are stepping forward women are becoming much more powerful we are opening our eyes we're almost equal not quite and that's why we have this podcast we are getting there um and it takes another strong woman to come and speak up and i'm just loving your passion so again thank you for sharing that it's it's inspiring both both live events are incredible um and I just want to apologise for that little beep. Frustrating. But anyway, um, we will crack on, my <laughs> lovely. And um, what I'm interested to find out now is what led you to the event in your life that you realised you needed to make a change? Or was there a specific paradigm that you found shifted within yourself? Oh, um, I don't think there's a massive one other than kind of the two that I've spoken about. I suppose it's been a, a gradual feeling of, oh, you know, this is a block. Oh, I always get stuck on this. And now sort of through my, my training as a coach and a positive psychology practitioner, that plays a huge part in, in the way that I work as well. There's just tons of techniques and tools within positive psychology to help you in that kind of day-to-day mind shift really so I think mine is more of a gradual I now have that sense of awareness to hear the nagging voice and recognize it as it's just a voice it's not me it's not the truth it's just a voice that's been there and I have to just acknowledge it and go yep okay that's one perspective I'm gonna go with this one thanks very much (laughs) absolutely absolutely so what it sounds like here is that Within yourself, your own self-awareness, um, you've been able to um, move past these limiting beliefs. Those are, those are the voices that we, t- we talk about, we often talk about, or what keeps us in our safe place. 
to prevent mm. us from going forward that fear that we talk about it those are your limiting beliefs and it is recognizing those there's nothing wrong with them they're there to keep you safe but if you truly want to develop grow push past find what's really calling you in life that's exactly what we need to work on and as individuals yes. and sometimes with support and guidance yeah 100 percent. yeah absolutely okay. and you can do it yourself it's just the long hard road mm -hmm. where oh it is help and support means that you can just get there faster you know Always. in an easier less painful way i think absolutely absolutely what would you say my lovely is your greatest aha moment or has been several different moments of inspiration in your life um I think re maybe reaching the bottom. So in both of those events, sometimes you have to just hit the bottom to go, okay, so it can't get any worse than this. And I now have to make that decision whether I'm going to stay down there or whether I'm going to come back up again. Yeah. Um, and for me, it was kind of, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't want to stay here, thanks. <laughs> this isn't the place for me um and then you know well it can only get better then and you work on that um and you know as i say sometimes it's difficult and it's challenging mm. but you know you know you're on a path to to somewhere don't you so yeah i think that's that's my greatest aha moment and yeah. then i think some of the smaller ones are just when you do things, just when you, when you do push through, when you go, do you know what? I am frightened and this might not work out well, but if it does work out well, it's going to be amazing. You know, and for that reason, I'm going to take a punt on it and it works. And you have such a high from that, that, mm. you know, it's that roller coaster thing again, isn't it? Where you go, bloody hell, I did it. Yeah. Well, if I could do that, well, then maybe I could also do this other thing that's a bit scary over here. And 100%. it's just a continual thing. Yeah, 100%, my lovely. Absolutely. Um, thank you for sharing that. Thank you. And I had a, I had a thought from what, what you just mentioned there, but unfortunately, my mind is um, shifting. So oh, what, I want to bring it back. Anyway. It's so relevant. Um it's about shifting past your limiting beliefs, pushing into the uncomfortable. That was it, rock bottom. We all hit those areas in life. It could be one massive one that smacked you right in the face, or it could be several throughout life. And it's your choice. This is where you're empowered. Your choice to either sit there, dwell, and do nothing with it, or get up, dust yourself off, and crack on. And that is the testimony to the individual that you are. And for those that struggle to get back up, it's about reaching out to get someone to give you that hand just to help lift you up. That's yeah. so important. Such a really beautiful message. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. And there's no shame in that because no. I think some people have this sense that they have to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's hard and it's a struggle, but they carry on and sometimes you're not going to get there because we're used to thinking a certain way our brain is wired in those pathways we respond to things in the same way that we always have so when you encounter a problem sometimes you've got to get some help because you've mm. got to find a way to 
see it from a different perspective because if you don't you'll just keep repeating the same thing and you know and then it's just like banging your head against the wall <laughs> you know you can't you can't picture a way of seeing it differently or doing it differently or getting a different outcome you'll therefore keep getting the same thing absolutely and that's the very definition of madness isn't it or insanity um mm. doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different outcome you've got to you could do it a thousand times as long as you realize mm, this isn't working so change it up a bit and then try again it's not about failing because we the word fail has got such a negative connotation but let's shift that into a positive failing gives us the insight to think ah that's not working what can i do now to progress to make it work and use that as a drive yeah that's a brilliant reframe so it is all about what's the lesson yeah rather than seeing it as oh i failed i've not done it you know, mm -hmm. I've struck out. Um, no, it's just that wasn't the outcome I was expecting. So what can I learn from that? What can I do differently next time? Yes. Which leads on to the next question, my lovely. What do you feel is your greatest lesson from life to date? Oh. <laughs> Could be several. Ooh, that's a good question. I think it is just believing in the power of now because so often it's everything's future focused or past focused. We're dwelling on what didn't go so well, what we didn't do in the past, um, or we're dwelling on, well, if I can just get this, I'll be happy when I've got this, mm -hmm. you know, X amount of money, this level of job. We're not in the now. So that's one of the biggest ones for me. It's the magic happens in the now. Yes. And if you don't, if you neglect that and you're focusing on the legacy or the what, you know, what happened, what was or what will be, you're not grasping that magic. That's where we have to take action in the now. Amen to that. Love that. Yes. <laughs> so our past is important. It's important to remember that um, aspects of it are part of who we become. It's not mm. something we dwell on and we do not allow it to dictate who we are. Future is also important because that's where we're moving towards. But if we're not living in the here and now, how are you just going to even fathom getting to the future? You can't. You've got to be, it's about grounding yourself, living, like you say, the feeling, the magic, the living in the ordinary. Because when you realize the ordinary is normal, you then experience the magic of the extraordinary. It's that's that yeah. fine balance. Love that. What is it, my lovely, that you've truly created for yourself? Um, dreams. I think we have dreams as children, don't we? And they're very real and they're very attainable and we get older and we lose them. You know, we get bogged down with all of the reasons why it's incredulous, why it's, you know, unfeasible, why it's unrealistic, um, you know, why we should be adults and be sensible. Um, and yeah so it's it's having it's realizing that you can be an adult and you can still have dreams wow. um and they're so powerful you know and if you believe in those dreams in the same way that believing in the fear um kept you safe but limited you believing in those dreams has the opposite effect awesome. so that gives us a you know this window into just infinite potential and being anything you want to be doing anything you want to do um and being limitless 
yeah. that is incredibly exciting. <laughs> it really is. It really is. As I was, we say, you know, our potential is limitless. You can do or be whatever you want, but it comes from believing. And yeah. that is only going to happen when you truly have found your self-worth. That is the key, the key. What's incredible here is Nick's true story of her origins, her struggles, because let's face it, we all have them. And most importantly, how Nick has taken back her power when she discovered herself. She's taken two major life events and rechanneled her self-worth, her personal awareness to make the decision she needed and what she wanted to, to get the best of life and where the exciting future is holding. Lastly, my lovely, where do you see your journey taking you? Oh, this is something I do need to put more thought into because it's still a little bit scary for me, if I'm honest, um, because of that finite nature of it. So I'm taking it one step at a time. So my goal for this year is um, to influence and have impacts for 50 women to make you know significant changes in the lives of 50 women because that's realistic to me and feels manageable so until I get that sense of um, you know just how infinite my uh, you know my impact can be that's as that's as big as I can go for now <laughs> as, as you said you're lovely it's you know living in the here and now setting goals is paramount mm. to keep us motivated and drive us forward but it's so important to set yourself realistic goals. If you're setting yourself, well, I'm going to um, inspire a thousand women from standing on the moon, screaming about positivity and happiness. Well, guess what? That's not going to happen unless you can build yourself a rocket ship, get a microphone that will go through space and uh, well, the rest of it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just saying how ridiculous that is compared to it is set yourself those goals, those realistic ones, ones that you know you can achieve, but it's going to take that little bit of effort. Once you achieve them, you are going to feel so good. Again, that metaphor of going on that roller coaster and that high that you get is going to motivate you to achieve the next one. It's going to then reinforce that self-belief. And guess what? You will smash another 50 women and then it will move to 100. It's that penny doubling effect. Love it. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> Right, my lovely. Before we go, I'd like to leave the listeners with one final thought. I'm going to ask you three quick questions. What does empowering women mean to you? Empowering women means giving them hope, giving them a sense of um, control and influence um what else and encouraging you know being being there to hold the hand sometimes mm -hmm. being there to go no you've got this um so yeah empowering women for me comes in a, a few different a few different forms thank you thank you secondly what three words would you describe yourself as oh i am curious um, optimistic and bold I think what? yeah that's what? a new one for me yeah I think I've not seen myself as being bold before 
and I like the idea of it. I see it in myself now, whereas other people have said, oh, you know, you're so confident, you're so out there. Um, but we don't always see ourselves the same way that other people do, do we? But yeah, I am. Of course. I get glimpses of it now. So, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. And finally, what makes Nick happy? What makes you happy? Oh. <laughs> Tons of things. <laughs> I find um, happy and excitable are interchangeable for me so certainly excitement plays a strong part in my happiness and I you know I seek that out as much as possible so learning things excites me makes me happy seeing myself doing good in the world that definitely makes me happy um, and being in the now so enjoying little things me and my other half have what we call the silliness where we do <laughs> we do all kinds of back crap crazy stuff um and that definitely um makes me happy because it's that it's the the sharing things the connection and the being light you know not taking ourselves too seriously that childlike quality yeah um, absolutely that's a big part of of happiness for me as well so yeah there's no it's definitely no one thing <laughs> I think as many things as you can think of really because then you've always got this amazing toolbox or arsenal of things that you know are going to lift you up when you need it um, and easy things that you can do every single day because I think that's what happiness is about it's about experiencing it in as many ways and as many times as possible really Thank you. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you, Nick, for your time today. You have been wonderful. <laughs> thank you. It's been great. I'm so glad you've been here. And thank you to all my sensational listeners. And I look forward to having another incredible woman sharing her story with you in the next episode.